Hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to the very first episode of We Need to Talk. I am Melinda, and I'm joined by my co-host, Carmel. Hey, hey, how we doing? We know you guys have been waiting for this podcast, and we've been waiting because we've been itching to talk mm, about so many things. So much. Ever since we even decided to do this podcast. So, Carmel, yes. what do we need to talk about first? <sighs> Let's just go right into R. Kelly. Okay. Let's just get into it. Right. Just the elephant in the room. Let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So, if you, as you all know, um, R. Kelly was arrested, I think, uh, a couple of weeks ago um, with, with four counts mm-hmm. of... Mm-hmm. Abuse and endangerment, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Um, there were were there any? I don't think there were any charges against minors, though. It was just no, um, just uh, endangerment and abuse, abuse and uh, what do you call it? Holding something against their will, is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. kidnapping. kidnapping. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he got a kidnapping charge, but he may. Yeah. He probably should have. Um, so uh, he he made bail, um, which by one of his enablers, I'm going to say, um, and then we all witnessed uh, what a friend of mine called very bad theater mm. um, with his interview with Gail King. Um, I have so many feelings about this R. Kelly situation. I mean, I, I had written him off years ago. Yeah. We all knew it was him in the tape. I don't know mm-hmm. how, how he beat that case. I don't know who was on that jury. But when your Soul Train Award is on the shelf behind you, peeing on a 14-year-old girl, I think that we all knew that it was you. Right. Um, so I'm, um, I'm kind of waiting for this to see how this goes because I really think his butt needs to be in jail or he's never going to learn. I don't know why, um, I, I, what's funny to me is to even come on TV and declare your innocence and all that. And to use the fact that he beat the case. Like he kept saying, I beat that case. I beat like, but he never said he didn't do it. Exactly. (laughs) Like, Which I, mean, I thought was so funny. Like this, you're literally giving us more ammunition. Like you're not saying you didn't do anything wrong. You're saying you beat the case, and now he's like, y'all, y'all can't try me again. That's double jeopardy. No one's talking about court cases here. We're talking about you actually doing something. Of course, celebrities get off all the time. It happens. It's it's part of our system. It's a bad part of our system. But now you're coming on TV to try and make yourself, you know, clean up your image, fight these charges you're getting now, and you're saying I beat the case like a thousand times. That was hilarious to me because I'm like, is nobody nobody else hearing him say this? He's literally only saying, I beat my case and not, I didn't do it. I'm innocent. Right. He never said he was innocent. Never said innocent. Never said he was innocent. Nothing. Um, So I, part of me also, I just, I feel bad for him because we know that he, uh, if you watch the Lifetime series, Surviving R. Kelly, we know that he um, had suffered from being molested as a child Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And there was an interesting statistic, um, in fact, that Gail King stated during the interview is that almost all... um, uh, molesters have been molested in their past, mm-hmm. but not all uh, children that have been molested become molesters themselves. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then he was like, "Well, I'm one of those." Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm, "I'm like, honey, no, like <laughs> you're you're not. You actually are one of those people." So, um, I thought it was crazy. He was so quick to say it didn't affect him. Like, you oh, don't think yeah. it's like, absolutely. And not. she was like Robert. <laughs> She was like Robert. The, many, the times that she said Robert, I was yeah, dying. Yeah, every time. Um, every time. Yeah, he's just in a world of denial, but he's also surrounded by people that keep allowing him to get away with this. I don't know if you saw this, but he went back to jail, not even for this, for not paying child support, yeah. mm-hmm. and then somebody paid it for him. Right. Right. That, I don't get it. How are you ever going to learn if, if people continue to enable, enable your horrible behavior? And this dude is not like a 22-year-old kid struggling. <laughs> He's like a 52-year-old 52 52 year old man. Man. 
struggling with child support and not knowing you're not supposed to hurt young girls. I, I don't understand how... Yeah, who who's on his team? It's obviously the people around him. He's always surrounding himself with people who are just going to tell him, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Even in the, that interview where he's yelling out things he shouldn't be saying, it took like, what, an hour for someone to finally get up and shut him down. Right, right. So, so I can only imagine what's happening when they're at the house. Like, right. they, whatever RK wants to do, they just let him do it. Like, right. Like, no one's trying to kick... Like, if that's the dude I'm trying to gravy train and get my money off of, like, I'm going to try to keep him, keep him straight. Exactly. Like, I don't get that. Like, why exactly. are you letting him do things that's probably going to put him in jail? It's just... It, I always wonder, like, what the deals are that are being made with these people. Like, why is it worth it to them to stick around? Mm. Like, he he probably doesn't have that much money left because of all of these lawsuits he's had. So he mm-hmm. can't be paying you that much to stay around. No. I know money talks. I get it. I get it how that that works. And people mm-hmm. are like, I need to feed my kids. I need to do this. So I'm not worrying about what somebody else is saying, but he cannot possibly be giving you anything that is worth sticking around that environment. I, uh, maybe just a fun time being on R. Kelly. I don't know. I, I, I can't, yeah, I can't imagine he's got that much money to pay and be paying everyone on his team, but maybe it's just, <laughs> Fun being at the house. I don't know. Maybe these dudes are into the same thing he's into. Or the house like seems it. like a jail cell from like what people have described. Yeah, it's gotta what, be. And even did you see the building in Chicago that mm. apparently they're all living? It's just like a brick wall and has like barred bars on the windows and everything. It was. It's just a weird environment it's where his studio is too. And yeah, I just don't get it. I, it can't possibly be that great. Why? And like he keeps saying the, the, these girls are at the house and they can't see their families. I'm like. Uh, that's a red flag. Like an adult, like he's like, yeah, we're dating. You know, we're I'm seeing them. Like, but they're not seeing anybody. <laughs> so right, that's right. not that's not a problem. Right, like how right. come they can't go home? Like, right. He says they can, but you know they they can't, and they think they're in love with them. And then that's what actually broke me. My heart was seeing the interviews with those two girls because mm-hmm. they're like, we're not brainwashed. We don't think this. Da, 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 da. I was just like, yes, you are. Yeah, and you're yeah. in a world of pain, and 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 it. I just, I don't know how this is going to end, if it ever will, because it's been going on for, what, 20 years at this mm-hmm. point? So I, I'm hoping finally that some justice will be served in regards to R. Kelly. So l- let me hit on another weird angle at this. Mm-hmm. Is there any responsibility on the parents? Because there's a lot of talk that, and I've heard this before with other um artist and and just in general where parents will kind of allow a celebrity access to their child for use of better language to help bolster their career Mm -hmm. i mean like here's my kid do what you want with them but help them make it like is that something that's happening because i don't think people are talking about that but it kind of feel like he kind of alludes to it a couple times so i'm like i know as a kid i mean as a parent of a child Mm -hmm. who wants to be in entertainment I wouldn't mind mentioning them to someone or introducing them. But if they're like coming on to them, that's a red flag. Right. Okay, I'm right. cool. We'll find another way. Right, right. But like, you know, R. Kelly's into that. <laughs> and you're coming into the show, you come to the concert, you're coming backstage, and he shows interest in your child, and all of a sudden your child's missing. That kind of seems like, okay, what was the parent doing? The right. parent had to take the kid right. backstage to the con. The parent had to bring the kid there. So, like, we're n- but no one's saying anything to these parents. Is that, is that something we should be looking into? I absolutely think so. Here's my thing. Anything pre the P tape, I can understand. Yes. Anything after <laughs> the, the P tape, I'm going to call it the P tape. How could you bring your child to even interact with somebody like that, to have him mentor? Like, I mm-hmm. don't get what your thought process would be as a parent 
after that case happened, just be, when you <laughs> when you say that you know that the justice system doesn't work for all people, mm-hmm. but it, it caters to celebrities sometimes. Why would you think that he's innocent just because the court system said so? If there's any doubt, I'm not going to the show. Right. I, I, Absolutely. It, remotely, the possibility. Someone just bringing bringing up your name. There's something tangential to you doing this, whether mm-hmm. it wasn't you or not. Mm-hmm. That's enough for me. Right. That's enough. Right. I'm not buying a ticket. I'm not buying right. your music. I'm not coming to the show, let alone take the kids backstage. Right. Right. I, I don't get it. I do think that there's some fault on the parents and I do feel bad for them because I do think that you get blinded by uh, your desire for wanting your child to succeed. Mm-hmm. You get blinded by your child's hunger for wanting to, you know, make it in this industry, you know, being someone that works in the industry and being a, a recording artist, I get it. You you see somebody, you think, oh, that's kind of what I want to do. Maybe they wanted to be in R&B music or maybe they wanted to be the hook girl on a song for him or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if you had an opportunity to meet somebody that you looked up to because they're talented, of course you're going to want to take that opportunity. But you have to look at all the variables. And especially, like I say, after the P-tape, I don't know why you would even think that that's an option. There are so many other people that are just as talented, Mm -hmm. just as successful, that probably could help you pave the starting path for a career. But if you've been in that house for four years, we ain't heard a record from one of those girls, not a hook, not mm-hmm. a single, not nothing. 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 So if you, it, like, you went there to start your music career, and in the last four years that you've been held captive by R. Kelly, he's clearly not going to help you with your music career. So I don't understand what they're doing. And then of all people, really, like, R. Kelly's not really been known <laughs> to, like, to like build people's careers. Like like I'd go I, to Usher before I'd go to R. Exactly. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? At least 100%. Usher got Justin Bieber a career. Right. Who is yeah. R. Kelly got a career not for? One tracker. I know he's written music for people, but in terms of building another brand, I, not one. Right. I haven't seen it. Now right. I, I don't. Do people consider Alicia? Alicia. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Part of it is that was that a project? Maybe but look what happened I mean, with her. Like that's. I don't even know if I want to go down that route right yeah. now, but. Uh, we we saw what happened with Leanne R. Kelly. I don't think he really launched a career because Timbaland was instrumental in that, and so right. was Missy Elliott. Right. So R. Kelly wasn't alone with that. I think he just took advantage of her being around. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't get it with R. Kelly, and we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. So on on that same note, like I kind of see this as the same thing with some of the allegations that Michael mm-hmm. came up against because. If you've seen the Neverland, uh, Leaving Neverland uh, documentary, um, it sounds a lot like that. Mm. Like these people were so into Michael, they wanted their kids to be, you know, the next Michael, you know, white versions of Michael, whatever. They just loved Michael, right? Right. And if they can get closer to him, okay, let's 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 do it. Well, what does he want to do? Well, whatever. Let's just figure it out. It's Michael. And like they don't care. And then all of a sudden, now there's thirty years later. Oh, he did this to me. I'm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, is it because you didn't become the icon you wanted to be or the star right. you wanted to be or you didn't get right. anything from him other than, you know, some cotton right. candy and a couple rides on a, on a mechanical elephant? I mean, what? I mean, I don't know what, again, why now? Why now is this happening to this dude? Like, what, right. what's 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 the trend we're seeing here from? I mean, here's the thing. I I don't think that there is a time limit on when people can you know, come forward with the truth. Sure. You know, I think when it comes to sexual abuse survivors or people that suffered from child molestation, like you could be 30 and finally admit something and I'm mm-hmm. not going to judge you because that's something that you've had to live with. But I'm not going to sit here and act like this documentary and the allegations within it don't seem suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
and it hurts me that Michael isn't here to defend himself. Yeah. R. Kelly is here to defend himself, and he's doing a poor job really of doing that. Job. And you're making it very obvious <laughs> really that you did job. this. So that's one thing. But even in past interviews and in the past case, there was just something in my gut that I never felt Michael was guilty of doing these things. Mm-hmm. I felt that he had his childhood ripped away from him by having a horrible, abusive, mean-as-hell father. Mm-hmm. And although he shouldn't have been, you know, having sleepovers with little boys, I truly believe that Michael thought that he was 10 years old. Yeah. I I, truly do. I agree with that. I agree with that. And he's definitely one of the most, you know, oddest characters in history. So, I mean, it's, it's not unlike him to be doing something like that. Like you mentioned his childhood. No one grew up like Michael. Right. No one. So to have this like suppressed childhood, now you have unlimited resources to live it out. And you've all these kids who want to live it out with you. Yeah, he he's acting like he's ten, and yet it looks weird from a forty year old man to be doing that. Yeah, but if we if we go back to the facts in the case, and I don't I don't want to pull up his case, him beating his case like R. Kelly's, but he had ten years of FBI files, and none of it showed anything. Right, right, nothing. Right. But now we have this documentary, and everyone's oh, like, rip his stuff off the shelves and pull his music off the airways. I'm like, wait a minute, it's. it's it, <laughs> This guy went through every single thing, every single possible case. No one had anything. And now one video comes out, one documentary. And again, we were like crucifying him again. Right. With one of the people that are making these allegations, Wade Robeson, is a known liar. <laughs> and he also broke up Justin and Brittany. So I ain't trusting well, anything yeah, that he said. See, see. You, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like he, he said, and, and I can go back and forth on this a lot, but he said at the first case that Michael never did anything to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're saying it now. Again, it is possible, and I've seen it. People try to protect people that they you know, look up to and admire. Maybe he lied the first time. I don't know, but this, it just isn't sitting right with me. Any of it isn't sitting no. right with me. The R. Kelly stuff, I was like, he is totally guilty. I just feel it in my gut, and, and I know the gut is, is would never hold up in a, in a court of law, but that's just how I feel. And um, yeah, I just don't think Michael, Michael did those things. I don't. So then the question is, why now? Like, why is this coming out now? Like, why why release this this video? Not not even like there's nothing there's nothing connected to anything like his anniversary. And if you want to do that, you don't release a, a video that's like damning them. But right. Like, right. You know, it's just the timing is the really timing interesting. Is very very weird. It's well, it's also just been a weird year so far <laughs> with stuff and specifically with uh, what I feel like is kind of like this. Uh, pointing the finger at black men that have done things wrong, which we're going to get into a little bit more as well. But I don't know why now with this Michael documentary. I mean, I know it aired it in Sundance. Um, when was Sundance? Last year, I'm assuming. Um, was it last last January or this January? It, I don't, I don't even know. Sundance was January. Yeah. So yeah. it was at the Sundance. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it had mixed reviews, obviously. And now it's, uh, you know, viewable to the public. But it is odd timing. And I know a lot of people are getting mad at Oprah for being behind it. Um, but I think, well, at the end of the day, we have to remember she's a reporter. Mm-hmm. And even yeah. if she did call Michael a friend, and uh, whether she believes it or not, she is still doing her job. And I don't necessarily have to agree with it, agree with the job that she's doing, but it is her job. She is a reporter. At the end of the day, you know, you know, people think she's Oprah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Oprah is still a reporter she's and a, a journalist. Um, so, so with that, I would ask... Why not report on Harvey Weinstein? Why not report on the 6,000 Catholic priests who were just indicted for mm-hmm. child abuse? What there's a lot, of, and I don't want to make it a black white thing, but honestly, there's a lot of the allegations out there of sexual abuse, and people are just completely like 
oh, okay, yeah, yeah, when that happens, you know, it's sad, uh, and they move on. But R. Kelly now, oh, Michael. Right. It's like, wait a minute, why, why are we pumping up one more? We should, right. we should show both. Right. All of them. Whether right, it's Bill right. Cosby, whether it's R. Kelly, whether it's Harvey Weinstein. The whole Charlie Sheen thing just completely just right. bamboozled. I mean, now I don't know anything that's worse than that. That dude was having sex with people with HIV. Right. That, exactly. That's ridiculous. But it just gets swept under the rug. I mean, yeah. And some people are even comparing R. Kelly to um, the Playboy guy who just died not too long ago. Um, Which one? The dude who won Playboy. What's his name? Oh, um, um, wait, um, the Playboy guy? Hugh Hefner? Yeah. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 He, tons of alleged you know, allegations with young girls. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, Nothing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and his whole house was based yeah. on having sex with people. So I'm like, but that's okay because right. it's Playboy. But then like, we're not bringing up any of those stories. Like, where's the reports on those? So that's what I'm I think it's because people have this expectation like, oh, it's Playboy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, I, unfortunately, that, that that's is just sad. how, yeah. Right. But then, like, the priests, that's been going on. That's something that we definitely need to talk about because I have always been so confused how, I just don't understand how that gets swept under the rug constantly. constantly. And it's been constantly years and years of these allegations and you never hear anything happening. And maybe I just haven't heard it, but... But I feel like I'm pretty up to date with a lot of stuff. But I just feel like it's never as prominent in the news as other things. Never. And I've, it's been a joke as long as I can remember. As a kid who went to a, not, uh, a Baptist church, when people mm-hmm. talk about the Catholic church, you always heard stories about little boys being messed with by the, the priest. Right. And as I got older, and heard more stories and more stories. And now we have you know social media and just constant news coverage. You hear more of it. But it just it's like one blip and it's gone. Right. One thing and it's gone. Yeah. That's it. But I'm like, if it was one priest, one priest, that's as big as any entertainer. Right. I mean, like, those people are huge figures in their communities. For sure. For it's sure. like one news article and then it's gone. Yeah, if we get, if it's a average rapper, <laughs> it's on the news every single day. Right. If, if right. it applies or some, like, 2 chains did something, it'll be every single yeah. day. But this yeah. isn't a person who's not even in the community to protect them. He's a rapper. He yeah. does crazy stuff all the time. This is a priest. <laughs> Right. Who's supposed right. to be protecting you and teaching yeah. you how to live a better life, but yeah. now I'm going to molest you. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get how we do not talk more about that. I don't, I don't know how they can keep their jobs. I know. Like, if it was remotely, like, a possibility, you'd be gone. hmm But they're still there, still passing out the chips and the wine and all that and still giving up. I don't, I don't understand it. That leads me to kind of transition to this. So we talked about, you know, obviously R. Kelly and Michael Jackson and then the comparisons. So why do, I mean, I I can probably answer it, but why do we feel like there is more of a focus on the criminalization and ruining the reputations of prominent black men than there is on white men? (sighs) Well, I mean, to be honest with you, a a lot of it is Mm. self-preservation. I think, and I, 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 Reference this book a lot, the the ISIS papers. Um, yeah, I've heard you talk about by Dr. Francis Cress Wilson. Yeah. But she talks a lot about just the basic DNA structure and how if you are the lesser, you're going to fight to protect yourself. Mm. And it's in any in any situation. So if I can make my um, inferior self seem bigger, mm-hmm. one way I'm going to do that is by making whoever superior seem inferior. Mm. So a lot of times it's just even taking like my own personality traits and then, you know, putting them on someone else. So like any of the deviant things you see white males doing, they exponentially make it bigger when a black male does it. Right. 
Right. And then it kind of also lessens their their uh, persona. Like, oh, oh, yeah, they did it. But again, back to what I just mentioned, all these other white males who've done similar things, it pales in comparison to the coverage is given when a black male does it. Right, right. Um, and I hate to make it a race thing like that, but that's that's in several books other than Dr. Francis uh, Cress Wilson. But, but also you can turn on the news and see that. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's just, easy. Yeah, yeah. It's very easy. And I mean, so it's like, you know, and people take care of their own. I mean, like more white males are in, in power. So like yeah. if I have an issue and I go to my white male friend and say, hey, can we do something about this? Sure. They'll take, what is a black male? Who who's he go to? There's no CEO of a large black network. Right. And uh, right. I've had people say, well, they can go to BET. BET's owned by white people. Right. So and it's, BET's. It, right. And it, that's not <laughs> really just, helping us. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we just, uh, one, we don't have anywhere to go. And two, people who are covering uh, these stories are just not going to make a white male look as bad as a black male. So with that being said, do you think that that's why people are so upset with Oprah? Yes. Yes. Because he kind of has, there's not another person in media that has the kind of power she does and she's black. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, if there's one person that's going to, oh no, you too? It's like, well, now there's no one for us. Right. So yeah, I think a lot of people said it for that reason. I'm a, I, I mean, I'm surprised she took on Michael. I would have been more inclined to be behind her if it were R. Kelly. Yeah. Honestly, because yeah. I don't know anybody that, well, I shouldn't say anybody. There are very few people that are still riding with R. Kelly the way that they used to, mm-hmm. but I don't know anybody really that is going to be on the other side when it comes to Michael. Yeah. Like almost everyone I know is in defense of him yeah, mm-hmm. and, and believes that he didn't do any of this. So it is surprising that she took that on. Um, I, I think it's interesting this narrative that that like you mentioned like they want to make it w- so much worse mm-hmm. when it's somebody of color because they want to keep the narrative going mm-hmm. this fake narrative that black men are are criminals mm-hmm. that black men do certain things you know wrong and correctly they're to be feared walking down the street because if you actually took the time to think about it Black men are not the scary ones in no, this country. Not at all. They really are not. Historically, we're not. His, and that's the, that's what I don't get. It's like if you just look at the scope of history, who has done all of the wrong? And this isn't. Don't get us wrong. This isn't like applied against white men or anything like that. But it's really just like look at the facts and look at what we've experienced as a country, mm-hmm. what people of color have experienced as a whole, and who the brunt of that aggression has come from. Um, so yeah, whether man, it's, it's I mean tough. serial killers to just. You know, genocide of, of whole, you know, uh, races, it's been the white male versus everybody. Correct. Whether it's, you know, the natives of America, whether it's uh, the Caribbean, whether it was in Africa, whether it's Jews, it's always been the white versus mm-hmm. somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how I brilliant I to turn the tables and make exactly. it seem like it's everybody else. It's right, exactly. It's, all, it's, it's Trump talking about Mexicans, it's, it's been us, it's been Arabs. It's like, no, we're not right. doing that. Yeah. We're not doing that. Yeah. Not, not to mention we don't even have the resources to do the damage that the white male has done. Right. So it's it's just right. funny. But then again, we look more intimidating. Just we're just taller, bigger, stronger looking people. But I I never I've never seen an issue where I felt you know intimidated, of course, by another black man. But mm-hmm. I've seen several ones where I've been intimidated by white men. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, and I've actually seen them do things. Right. So like, if you look on YouTube or Instagram, it's mostly white males attacking. Mm-hmm. Either themselves or somebody else. So I, I don't I <laughs> right. don't know where we get this this right. letter from. And then to look at like, um, what was it on the other day? I saw on the news. Um, was it the guy picking up trash? No, I'm sorry. No, it was oh, it was Debbie Dads. 
Okay. So like, okay. you know, R. Kelly, they bring up him like not paying his child support. Mm-hmm. So then there's all, it's a running narrative that black men are not in their homes. They don't, they have more single families. The CDC reported that of all ethnic races, the black man actually statistically more in the home and more involved with the kids. Really? Huh. And that's from the CDC. So it's like, I'm like, okay, so who's going to debate that? Right. So I, but it's just funny. It's that narrative is always about black men at the house. He's got a bunch of baby mamas. He's not doing his thing with his kids. Hmm. And then sure, then R. Kelly comes out, I want to be with my kid. And they're not paying child support. It just, again, it runs that narrative even yeah. stronger. And that's not yeah. actually what's happening. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know about that that report. That's interesting. But what I was uh, bringing up that I thought maybe you were going to talk about, to talk about the perception that people have of black men. Obviously, we see it with cops that have this fake fear. And that's why so many black men are being shot and killed. But there was a recent one um, this last week where this young man, he was literally just picking up trash in his in his front yard. And there were four cops there, and mm. one of them had a gun on him. And he was like, what are you doing here, blah, blah, blah. And the, he, the guy was yelling loud. He was like, this is my home. I am here. I am picking up trash. You are putting a gun at me for picking up trash. Wow. And I was so proud of him because he he did not back down. He was like, no, you basically, you are not going to shoot me today. I'm picking <laughs> up trash. And, and You are not shooting me you today. You are not shooting me today. <laughs> oh but it's, it's so interesting to me because it's like, where is this false fear coming from that you see, you, first of all, you are deeming him to not be a part of that community for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You're, you're already, you're prejudging him by the way that he looks thinking, oh, he doesn't belong here. So you don't know anything about where he works, mm-hmm. what he does, how much he makes, mm-hmm. or if that, if he owns that home, why are you assuming he doesn't? Right. And three, and two, he's picking up trash. Like, the, the, there can't be anything that's less harmful than that. He's literally helping the environment, and you're pulling up on him. It was two police cars, four policemen, and one had a gun on him. They didn't shoot him. They finally were like, oh, okay, well, I guess you do have the right to be here. And he was like, I'm not showing you nothing. Like, I'm picking up trash. He had, he, you know, and they, he had one of those uh, clamps mm-hmm. to pick up mm-hmm. trash. And they were like, put down your weapon. And he was like, this is a trash clamp. Wow. I literally cannot do anything with this to you. Stop. But I just, I don't know where this false fear comes from. I don't. I, it's... I wonder who who made that call. Because I feel like the cops didn't just roll up on him. Like, someone was outside <laughs> looking at the window right. like, oh, huh uh-huh, look at this black boy picking up trash. But okay. that's that's like, how it all what? starts. That's how it all starts. And, like, and you're going to call the cops on that? Like, I, I don't, I don't get, again, it's what we see on the news, on TV, and what people are, like, pumped to think. Like, it's a lot of propaganda and that it's false. Like, it's a false fear against us. But then, like, as a man who's a cop, like, you're really going to go out and attack this kid? Like, yeah. I, I mean, even yeah. if I if I was just a, in a vacuum, just an average dude, I got called on the scene, and I see a black kid picking up trash. I'm going to pull a gun on him? Like, are they being taught this at, at the ca- at yeah. academy? Yeah. Because like, like what, what person will walk up and see a person picking a trash and think, yeah, this is a danger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right. This guy's going to do something in our community. I need, I need to take care of this. <laughs> I don't understand like, what are you thinking when you see yeah. that. Like, we need to arrest this yeah. guy. And I'm, I'm just always wondering when there's going to be more accountability within the police officers. Like, when they pull up on that situation for somebody to be like, Y'all, this is ridiculous. Like, there's actual crime happening. That's what I'm saying. You know? There's actual crimes happening. <laughs> this kid's picking up some cans. I think we should go take care of this This robbery happening down the street. Right. Like, But then that also brings up the other notion is that I don't know that it's going to change mm. because the system is not designed for us. And I've heard someone say, oh, our, our, you know, our judicial system is broken and our law enforcement is broken. And it's not really broken because it wasn't designed for us from mm. the beginning. Mm. So like I don't expect anything to change. The only thing I can see 
is us doing more for us. Like we have to, one, we have to be better. Um, two, we can't like allow ourselves to think we're on equal footing. Mm-hmm. We're not. I, I don't. I don't have any of the same privileges that a white male uh, has to just to walk down the street and pick up trash. So right. honest, I have to be smarter than that. And right. it's stupid, but I, I just can't do it that way. And three, you just can't put ourselves in those situations. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if you're driving down the street, you don't have you know your license. And, oh, I'm just going. Don't take any chances like right. that. You just right. can't because we don't have those opportunities. We don't get second chances. These people are getting shot left and right. I just think we need to be smart about that and just keep ourselves at a higher level. Like, and just not be like, so like, I, I hate to say like American, you know, <laughs> yeah. cause we, it, no, we, we have this feeling like we can just, you know, I pay my taxes. I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter yeah. it, for me. Yeah. I pay taxes. So technically the cop is an employee of mine. They don't see it that way at all. At so all. I can't, I can't act that way. Right. And how, it, it, as you're, as I'm listening to you say all of that, it's so disappointing to know that you just can't operate like a regular human. Yeah. Like you have to take extra precaution with things that you do simply because you can't help how you were born. Yeah. With the color of your skin. And people don't realize that like everybody's like, oh no, we're all equal, equal. It's like, it's okay to admit that we're not. Mm-hmm. It's okay to admit that we're not. It's how, what you do after you admit that. Right. That can make the difference in your own life and people that call themselves an allies. If you can admit, okay, Black people aren't treated equally. What can I do to try to fix this or help this? You know, and yeah, I don't know if it'll ever change, but if we are willing to admit that it is the case, that's a start. It's a start. Did you see the video of the kid? I think it was in Oakland. Some kid got shot. Stephen Clark, I think. Stephen Clark. Stephen yeah. Clark. Yeah. And, and they, so they went to a uh, community meeting, and this black kid got on top of a bench mm-hmm. and was yeah. That he had speaking of allies. I think an Asian lady and a white guy standing around him. Mm. And as the cops approached, they would just get in between them. Mm. And what's really weird is the cops did nothing to the Asian lady or the white kid. They just tried to get at the black kid. Of course. So they, it's as, as clear as day, you can see they're only wanting to stop him. Because there's an implicit bias there. Right. Absolutely. I mean, the white kid and the Asian girl are both standing on the table and they're not doing anything to yeah. him. They're just trying to get to the black kid. And I'm like, yeah. this... If that's not as a clear as indictment on what's going on, I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Stephon Clark, I mean, that whole situation, I I didn't even post about it because I'm so numb to those um, to them not being convicted. I'm yeah. so numb yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I wasn't surprised. And everybody was angry and sad. And it's like, I'm not, I can't even waste anger on it anymore no. because I already knew. You know that if a cop shoots an unarmed black man, they are not going to jail. Yeah. It's yeah, just so, not yeah, I don't know why we're happen. getting yeah, why are we getting surprised? It's it's never I can't I think can't think of one case where that has happened. Oh, if it did, God, then been. I'd be surprised. Right. Then I hey, this is crazy. <laughs> right. Okay, we right. got one. It's like, sure. but no, it's it's always the case. So For I'm like sure. For So sure. yeah, and, and again, I don't I don't give it energy because it's not helping it's not bringing us closer to the solution. Right. So what's right. the point? Why are we getting angry and getting mad just someone right. else can go and get shot again? Which I don't know what the solution is. Um uh, because it, I mean, it goes it goes back to all of that implicit bias and this false fear that people have. So one day, hopefully, but mm. I don't know when that day's gonna be. 
<laughs> Hopefully soon, but probably not. Probably maybe not in our lifetime. I, no. will, I will say that. No. I will say that for sure. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about uh, before we move to our spotlight every week, we're going to be uh, spotlighting a charity or organization or a company that we think is doing good in the world. The last thing I want to talk about though is since we're talking about you know the cops and all of this, um, if you hadn't seen this video of um, Senator, I think her name is Stephanie Flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a senator in Arkansas, and uh, they were having a meeting specifically talking about the stand your ground clause. And if you don't know what stand your ground is, it basically says that if you feel threatened or if you're um, fighting with somebody or whatever, you can stand your ground and you can basically shoot them. And it's in a, a open carry states. I think that's basically what it says. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, Trayvon Martin. That's how he was, his life was taken was because of stand your ground. With see, I don't even remember um, his murderer's name. George Zimmerman. Thank you, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he claims stand your ground and that's how he got off. So um, I think as she was saying in this video that that whole clause is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's an excuse to kill. <laughs> Specifically, Black males, as we've seen that they were saying in the video that I watched that that stand your ground has been used specifically by white men who have shot black men. Yep. Um, So I'm I mean, I'm curious. And of course, you guys can join in on social media with us. I would love to know your thoughts about stand your ground and if you think it should be completely outlawed. But I do. I think it's ridiculous. Well, I think the stats show that the stand your ground states have by far more homicides than those that don't absolutely and yep. yeah um crimes um committed white versus black men by far more so in those states mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't think there's any other numbers we need to see like that, that's that's about it like if you're given this opportunity to have a privilege to use a gun or whatever and then you're abusing it okay we take it away what what else do we need to see? Right. It's it's not working. Right. There's, there's no need an adjustment. Or how do you adjust how much someone can hold a gun? No, just get rid of it. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it's not helping. It's not working. So I don't. I don't get it. And I think I think this lady's her her plea and the way she went off in this, uh, this meeting. She's a senator. Yeah. But she sounded like somebody's mom. And she, she was. Just, she, she was a mom first. In total that mom. Yeah. And I'm like, she was going yeah. in on like, yeah. I do not care. It's not working. Mm-hmm. We need to change it. We need to have this discussion. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to shut her down. Yeah. Because in Arkansas, uh, you know, they like their guns. Yeah. But yeah. she's like, I'm in Pine Bluff and it's not working. People yeah. are dying. I got more about my kids, my son. She had to move her son out of the state. Mm-hmm. She's the center of a state that her son doesn't live in. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And part is because she's scared. She's yeah. scared for his life. And she's, I'm scared for other black kids' lives. Mm-hmm. And we're not taking it seriously. Right. Because people and don't I, keep their guns. And I love that she was calling out other senators. Like, you don't know this, Will. You don't know yeah, this she senator. She, she called <laughs> like, him Will. Will. <laughs> Will. Look at me, Will. You know I, know, I was at your house last night, Will. Oh, my Will. God. I, I was, she was, I was like, she better go in. Out. She was. But, I mean, she made a very good point. She was like, your children are afforded different privileges in my son. You don't have mm-hmm. to fear for your son's life. I do. You don't have to give the same speeches to your children. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mother yet, but I already know, even with having a biracial child, that I'm going to still have to give those speeches to my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I have to think about that. It's like, if you, it's the one drop rule in it America. Is. Yep. If you have yep. black, you all black. Exactly. I mean, look at how they treated Obama. Mm-hmm. They, they never wanted to recognize that he was half nope. white. Nope. Ever. Nope. So... It's something to think about. Like, if you've never had to tell your kids 
Make sure you do this with the cuffs. Make sure you do this. Don't do this. Freeze. Blah, blah, blah. If all you said is, if you need help, go to a cop. That's all you've ever said to your child. Then you have to know that you are living a life of privilege. Yeah. And that's all what white privilege is. You just don't have to have that talk. It doesn't apply to you. I had that talk, I think, when I was six. My brothers were getting the talk. It was just something, a regular thing. It wasn't even like a thing where I was like scared. Because mm-hmm. I just, it was so common, so mm-hmm. regular. Just be, don't do this, don't do that, look this way, da da da. I'm okay, all right, cool, cool. So just kind of as I grew older, I just knew how to act. And right. so I'm like, now that I have my own kid, uh, my son, I told him, same thing. Here's what you do. And he's half, he's mixed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they don't see the other half. Right. You just see, and he's bigger than me. He's a big kid. I'm like, they just see a tall black dude. So just be, I'm serious. Just act this way. And when you're hanging on a bunch of your friends who are white and Asian, whatever, you are different. Right. I'm sorry. It's just how it is. And it he's got is. it. And he's, and it was funny because early on, because he lives in Orange County, he was like, oh, I don't see that. I don't see that. Until he was riding his bike one night and the cops pulled him over for riding his bike. Mm. And they held him, you know, for like an hour and da da da. And oh it's, my yeah, gosh. it's only because you're black, son. If you're a white kid riding his bike home, they're probably gonna give you an escort. <laughs> the Make sure you got home safely. For you, tall black kid riding the bike, they probably asked, you know, if you stole the bike. Say, yep, exactly. It was your bike. They don't care. Uh, do you live in the neighborhood? Yep. They asked me that. Okay, exactly. All those same questions I told you you would get asked, you got asked. So he had to see it firsthand. Did you ever see that video where they did a social experiment where a white female, blonde, was trying to get a bike off of a rack and Mm -hmm. people kept going over to her trying to get help. And then they saw a black guy doing it and they called the cops on him. And he was like, this is my bike. And they're like, we don't believe you. But the white girl... you guys have to see so, like videos like this to know that we're not making this not stuff making up. up. We're not. And it's stuff that we absolutely need to talk about. So don't be afraid to have these conversations because the more we talk about it, the more we can come together to find solutions. Yeah. So I want to shift gears a little bit and end on a positive note. As I said before, every episode, every week on We Need to Talk, we are going to spotlight an organization, a company, or charity that we think is doing good in the world. And this past week, um, I was able to go to a gala for an organization called Adopt the Arts. And what Adopt the Arts does is they create funding to keep arts programs in the LA school district. As you know, arts programs are always the very first thing to go in all schools, which I don't understand because it's proven that kids that are involved in music or in theater or dance or just a visual art of some way, they do better in school, they have better social lives, and they are setting themselves up for success. So if you don't know what Adopt the Arts is, make sure you go check that out. It's just adopttheartsorg I believe, and just Adopt the Arts at Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, thank you for joining us for our first episode. Yeah, first one in the books. Um, so make sure you tune in every Monday for brand new episodes, and make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at We Need to Talk the Podcast, and Twitter at underscore We Need to Talk underscore. I know, mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. the Twitter hashtag needs some help, but I can't do anything <laughs> about it. So just follow us, and we will talk next week. All right, later. Bye.